0: Doo 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 down
1: On everything from Aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we'll celebrate the birthdays of Thomas Allen and Louis Mitchell. We'll hear from some Wileys. We'll break things up. And as an educational public service, we'll have another Rapidly Rotating Records vocabulary lesson. Yesterday, December 16th, marked the birth in 1876 in Natick, Massachusetts, of composer Thomas Stephen Allen. He received some musical training in the public school system and enough additional instruction that in high school he formed a small orchestra, which played at local social events. His first composition, Bergen Beach March, was self-published in 1896, while Allen was still a teenager. A couple of years later, he married Henrietta Jessie Johnston, and in 1900, the couple were living in Boston, with Allen now a full-time musician and composer. In 1902, his tune Any Rags became popular, prompting him to write lyrics, and the song was recorded by Arthur Collins, known as the king of the ragtime singers. In 1903, Allen became director of the Howard Theater in Boston, and a couple of years later was hired as the musical director of the prestigious 2000-seat Tremont Theater. In 1908, he opened his own sheet music store, which lasted until 1910, But Allen continued composing, sometimes collaborating with composer and publisher Joseph M. Daly, including on their hits The Pussycat Rag and In the Heart of the City That Has No Heart. In 1917, Allen joined Harry Hastings' burlesque troupe as musical director for the production Harry Hastings' Big Show, which traveled throughout the East, Northeast, and Midwest, as well as Southern Canada. On April 10, 1919, Allen collapsed following a performance in Syracuse and underwent cancer surgery the next day. After months of treatment and hospice, he died October 23rd and is buried in a family plot in Natick. Here are just three of nearly 150 compositions by Thomas Allen. <laughs> ¶¶
0: I've got an old mule and her name is Sal. Fifteen years on the Erie Canal. She's a good old worker and a good old pal. Fifteen years on the Erie Canal. We've hauled some barges in our day. Filled with lumber, coal, and hay. And every inch of the way I know from Albany to Buffalo. Low bridge, everybody down. Low bridge, we must be getting near a town. You can always tell your neighbor, you can always tell your pal, if he's ever navigated on the Erie Canal. We'd better look round for a job, old gal Fifteen years on the Erie Canal You bet your life I wouldn't part with Sal Fifteen years on the Erie Canal Get up there, gal, we passed that lock We'll make Rome for six o'clock One more trip and then we'll go Right straight back to Buffalo Low bridge, everybody down. Low bridge, we must be getting near a town. You can always tell your neighbor, you can always tell your pal, if he's ever navigated on the Erie Canal. Soon everyone will sing about my old sal. Fifteen years on the Erie Canal It's a catchy ditty about my old pal Fifteen years on the Erie Canal Oh, every band will play it soon Don Cool Woods and Don Cool Tune You'll hear it sung everywhere you go From Mexico to Buffalo Low bridge, everybody down Low bridge, we must be getting nearer town. You can always tell your neighbor, you can always tell your pal, if he's ever navigated on the Erie Canal.
2: where the Mississippi's blowing, oh, oh, Miss Lindy. On the old plantation where the cotton am growing, oh, oh, my Lindy my As I sit up thinking when my day's working through, I think of you for your my Lindy and you'll always find me when I've nothing to do, singing the same old song. My heart am a-pining, meet me pretty Lindy by the water Them oh, oh, Miss Linni, over oh, to the, the big house where the banjos are ringing. Oh, oh, my Linni, Linni, in the melon patch we sit as cute as can be. Just you and me on the trunk of a tree, and just like the nightingale, I'm happy and free, singing the same old song. The man. The-
3: People say, has anybody here seen
4: Rover? I'm looking for him now all over. He's a
3: hunter's dog, all right. He keeps me hunting day and night. This is what I worry over: they who put the rovin' rover. My whistle's getting dry. It seems as if I hear that mongrel whine. I should worry like a tree and have somebody trimming me. Where's that dog on dog on dog of mine? I'm looking round all over, here over. Come, Rover, I got him up in Dover, 100 miles away. Wait till he comes, I'll chain him, I'll train him,
4: I'll brain him.
3: What do you mean you lost your dog? Again, I hear them
4: say,
3: has anybody here seen Rover? I'm looking for him now all over. He's a hunter's dog, all right, he keeps me hunting day and night. This is what I worry over, say who put the roving rover? My whistle's getting dry, it seems as if I hear that mongrel whine. I should worry like a hen and scratch all day without a pen. Where's that dog on dog on dog of mine? Has anybody here seen Rover? I'm looking for him now all over. He's a hunting dog all right. He keeps me hunting day and night. This is what I worry over. Say, who put the roving Rover? My whistle's getting dry, it seems as if I hear that mongrel whine, I should worry like a bee and have somebody singing me. Where's that dog on dog on dog of mine?
1: You heard him for the first time on the show in 2016, whistler Joseph Belmont, this time backed by the Victor Orchestra with Arrival of the Robins. Takes one, two, and three from May 11, 1905 were issued on Victor 4422. Before that, the Shannon Quartet, who were by the Watermelon Vine. Three takes on July 13, 1923 were rejected, but tenors Charles Hart and Louis James... Baritone Elliot Shaw and bass Wilfred Glenn finally went back in the studio July 23rd and got it right on take six. We started our little tribute to Thomas Allen with Low Bridge, Everybody Down, more commonly known as Fifteen Years on the Erie Canal and several other variations. Construction of the Erie Canal began on July 4th, 1817, and the 40-foot-wide, 363-mile-long artificial river was completed in 1825. Horses and mules provided the power to tow vessels through the canal until around 1880, when steam power began to take over. Low Bridge refers to the warning to travelers riding on top of the boats to get down out of the way as the boat passed under a bridge. Low Bridge was written by Thomas Allen in 1905, but not published until 1912. Victor 17250 was recorded shortly after, on November 18th, the first of dozens of recordings by everyone from Vernon Dahlhart in 1929 to the Kingston Trio in 1963 to Doug Smith in 2019. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. This very day, December 17th, marks the birth in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1885 of African-American drummer, percussionist, and bandleader Louis Mitchell. After moving to New York, he founded his own group, the Southern Symphonists Quartet, before traveling to Europe in 1912 with Vernon and Irene Castle. In Britain in 1915, he played in vaudeville in an act called The Seven Spades, returning to New York in 1918 to play drums in James Reese Europe's Clef Club Band. Mitchell formed his group The Jazz Kings and traveled to Paris, playing at hotels and dance clubs, and had a five-year residency at the Casino de Paris. In addition to music, he got into restaurant and nightclub management, including Shea Florence and his own American restaurant, Mitchell's, both in Paris. In 1930, following the failure of his last club, the Plantation, he returned to the U.S. He died of heart disease in Washington, D.C. on September 12, 1957. Louis Mitchell's Jazz Kings recorded at least 52 sides for Pathé in 1922 and 23, including these three. Because Mitchell's Jazz King spent so much time in Paris, we finished up our little tribute to Louis Mitchell with C'est Paris, from Pathé 6607, recorded in Paris in April of 1923. C'est Paris, written by Maurice Yvain, is from the musical La O, which translates as Up There. It opened in Paris on March 31, 1923, intended as a star vehicle for Maurice Chevalier. Before that, Indecision, Big or Small Hat, from A 6554, May of 1922. Indecision was written by Charles Borrell-Clerk. We started the set with a familiar tune, Toot Toot Tootsie Goodbye, written by Gus Kahn, Ernie Erdman, and Dan Russo. A 6608 was recorded in July of 1923. Back on the December 3rd show, I played the Whistling Farmer Boy by the Simmons University Cowboy Band and said the band was directed by D.O. Whaley, which is how he's credited in the Victor Ledgers. But his name is, in fact, D.O. for David Otto, Wiley, W-I-L-E-Y, and the listing in the Discography of American Historical Recordings has now been corrected. Apparently, Mr. Wiley made only one other recording, the flip side of the whistling farmer boy, the Simmons University medley. But unfortunately, the only copy I have is not broadcast quality. So instead, here are some rapidly rotating records by some other Wileys.
4: (laughs) ¶¶
5: It's plain My heart's In pain My song Couldn't belong To someone feeling gay I got a right To sing the blues I got a right to pillow down I got a right To hang around Down River. A certain man in this old town Keeps dragging my poor heart around must be loved, say what you choose. I've got a right to see.
1: Alamo Cafe Orchestra who were having lots of fun on November 29, 1926. Take three of three was issued on Columbia 866-D. Harry Wiley wrote the music, and the vocal duo singing the Al Rayner lyrics was Rick and Snyder. I found a few newspaper ads and reviews for the singing team, Rick and Snyder, referred to as the Kings of Harmony. And they were apparently together until at least 1929, but I could find nothing more about them, including their real names. The Alamo Cafe was nowhere near the Alamo, but was in the Hotel Alamo on Wilson Avenue in Chicago, home of the famous glass dance floor. Before that, Miss Lee Wiley, with the Dorsey Brothers and their orchestra, and I Got a Right to Sing the Blues, written by Harold Arlen and Ted Kohler. Both takes, recorded on March 7, 1933, were rejected, as were sides from several other of Lee Wiley's sessions in the early 30s. But in 1939, she recorded eight Gershwin songs, launching the concept of the songbook, multiple sides dedicated to one composer. We started that Wiley set with pianist Arnold Wiley and his composition, Windy City. Recorded in the Windy City on July 31, 1929, issued on Brunswick 7113. Besides one other piano solo and a couple of sides accompanying Margaret Whitmire, Arnold Wiley's ten other sides between 1926 and 1931 were all vocal duets with his wife, fellow blues singer Irene Wiley, as Wiley and Wiley. It was pointed out to me that last week, December 11th, was International Breakup Day, that day of the year when the most breakups between couples or spouses take place. Why? Well, according to psychologists, it's due to anxiety around the holidays with each other's families, stress over buying gifts, the holidays prompting self-reflection, And it's just the right date to break things up without ruining Christmas or other holidays since the person being broken up with will theoretically have family and friends around to console them. I sincerely hope that all of your relationships survived International Breakup Day and will remain solidly intact. But here's a set of rapidly rotating records about breaking up.
0: We heard when I met you Love, it was a night of romance That all began with a dance I never will forget A dreamy tango I still
2: hear them playing Tango They played while we
0: That love cannot die But now we're saying goodbye The parting hour is here
2: down on the corner that's a pretty certain sign that wedding bells are breaking up that old gang of mine all the boys are singing love songs they forgot sweet Adeline those wedding bells are breaking up that old gang of mine There goes Jack, there goes Jim, down to Lover's Lane. Now and then we meet again, but they don't seem the same. Gee, I get a lonesome feeling when I hear the church bells chime. Those wedding bells are breaking up
5: that old gang of mine. (laughs) ¶¶
1: and his orchestra with Dick Robertson providing the vocal on Wedding Bells or Breaking Up That Old Gang of Mine, from Brunswick 4246, recorded in February of 1929, during which session an instrumental was also recorded for the German market. Sammy Fain wrote the music under Irving Kael, the words. Before that, Herb Weidoff Cinderella Roof Orchestra with Go Your Way and I'll Go Mine, written by Chris M. Schoenberg. Brunswick 2660 was recorded May 7, 1924, in Los Angeles. We started this breakup set with Fred Rich and his orchestra with The Hour of Parting. Misha Spoliansky wrote the music, and the Gus Kahn lyrics were sung by Scrappy Lambert. Both takes one and two from June 15, 1931, were issued on Columbia 2492-D. It's time now for another Rapidly Rotating Records vocabulary lesson. This week's word is EU E-P-I-Z-E-U-X-I-S, meaning a literary or rhetorical device that appeals to or invokes the reader's or listener's emotions through the repetition of words or phrases in quick succession. And here are three musical examples of epizoxis.
6: Mama, what's on your mind? Daddy wants to love me, but you won't give him...
0: her sweetie but gee I wish I was is she sweet and quaint is she what I think she ain't maybe yes
3: Ho-ho-ho-hoggin, ho ho ho, 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 ho Man, if you don't stop, I'll drop ho ho ho, 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 ho. sure you have me nearly crying Will you stop a moment till I get me breath ho ho hogan, ho-ho-hoggin You're a better man than me, ho-ho-hoggin
1: Davis's Swanee Syncopators credited on the label of Duophone D-4041 as Davies' Broadway Syncopators with Ho-Ho-Ho Hogan, recorded in November of 1928. Ho-Ho-Ho Hogan was written by Johnny Tucker and Joe Schuster. Before that, the musical question, Does She Do, Do, Do What She Shouldn't Do? posed by Sam Lannan and his troubadours around February 27, 1928. That's from a British Dominion 78, number A-6. The term salty dog has a number of different meanings. In Appalachian slang, it means your favorite person or best friend and derives from the practice of rubbing salt on hunting dogs to keep off ticks. It can refer to an experienced sailor or someone who has been through numerous heartaches and disappointments. It also refers to one of my wife's favorite cocktails and it can also mean lecherous and has any number of sexual connotations. Since Papa Charlie Jackson's recording in 1924, the folk song Salty Dog Blues has been recorded in numerous styles, including blues, jazz, country western, and bluegrass, by everyone from Clara Smith to Mississippi John Hurt to Johnny Cash. We started the set with the Allen Brothers, Austin Allen, vocal and tenor banjo, and Lee Allen on kazoo and guitar. They recorded Salty Dog three times, first for Columbia in 1927. They recorded a new Salty Dog in 1931 for Victor, and in 1934 they recorded the version we heard, Salty Dog Hey Hey Hey, issued on Vocalion 02818. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.
5: I beg you. It's hard to do (laughs)